Yeah. We living in a world where social media attention is a big thing. And we tend to gravitate to these things and hoping that they would be there for us forever, but it's only temporary. Tell me you gon' ride for me. 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 Are you down for me? Could you be around for me? And give me your life, your life on trial for me. People, hello, hello there, hello. Um we're on episode six, right? This is episode <laughs> six. Listen, before we get started, you know how it goes. We want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Anchor and Walker Studios. Um, but before we get started, how was your week? It's pretty good. It was long. Long? It was a long week, but I survived. You've been tarrying in the Lord? Oh, yeah. I've just been Definitely. torn. Oh. I won't tarry, I was torn. Okay. You see how that, see how that goes? How did that go? Oh, well, you know, just trusting in the Lord to get me through. Um, you know, uh, okay. you know, I just okay. been, uh, I've been, I've been, I, I've been. You've been. Yeah. Life has been something <laughs> lately. It's been, yeah. And here we are going into August. The summer is just. It just flew by. And, and how I look at it is like, like we talked about earlier before, you know episode started how patience is a virtue um i haven't really been patient you really? know yeah why why do you think it's hard for you to be patient because it's like i want what i want when i want it mm-hmm. and god is like your life is not your own mm-hmm. it belongs to me i'm like god that doesn't make sense because like come on like i've been serving you and it don't seem like you ain't doing nothing like I just feel like life is just can be blah sometimes. I don't know if you ever feel that way. Like it doesn't make sense. Like like I'm being faithful to you, but yet and still my plans are not working out how I thought it should. You know. Kind of. So I've been going through something similar. I was yeah. talking to my therapist about it, mm-hmm. and I was telling her how right now I guess the season I'm in, I'm going towards a goal, mm-hmm. but that goal is not going as fast as I would like it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm just kind of stuck here, just waiting. How does it, all right, so how does the waiting make you feel, that, that the process of waiting? like? Because, yes, we say, but, you know, we have those times to where we're like. It's uneasy. It's like, I, like you said, yeah, I want, I want it when I want it. So like my goal is to pay off bills Mm-hmm. So that I can, you know, eventually get my own. Uh, well, the goal is a house, but we'll okay. see. Big money. So, balling. Balling. so I was telling my therapist, it's like, you know, I, I moved back in with my parents. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I love, you know, being where I'm at. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I want to see the bills paid now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. Or it's hard to, you know pay little by little. I wish I could just have just a lump sum of money and just pay it off mm-hmm. and just be there. But I can't do that. 
because mm. I don't make that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to, you know, pay little by little, and it's, you know, it's gonna take some extra time. And so I was telling her, it's like, it's that waiting period where it's like, you know, I'm thinking about this goal and like, you know, where I want to be, and it's just, it's, it's unsettling sometimes. Right. You know, because you set, you set your plans and expectations up, and and it doesn't go. Well, or it's as, not going as fast as, as fast I would as like you, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The pace, the pace of it. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate your transparency, yeah. Angelica. And like, it's this like, is, how do you, how do you, I guess, feel in that time, or like, how do you, how do you, how do you go about it? How do you tell yourself? It's not as easy to just tell yourself, you know, just be patient or just wait. M me. I have to play worship music, honestly, to just calm my nerves. I'll be ready to snap. I ain't gonna lie. Like sometimes I just be like, "God, what are we doing here?" Worship like music, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, ease. Like I, I listen to uh, um, this song. Shout! So I'm gonna give a shout out. Uh, shout out to No Big Deal. Uh, if y'all never heard of him, uh, he's a Christian hip hop artist. No Big Deal, Indie Tribe. But they got a song called uh, Outside, mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, it's like. In the song, they talk about pretty much like letting go of anything that stresses you, you know. Um, so it's like I talk to God when I'm walking outside. Um, and it just made me think like, man, like the peace of God will will overtake you when you spend the time in his word. And you just kind of like quiet, you know, quiet yourself from all the things that the thoughts that run through our mind. So many thoughts come through your through your mind. Like, I don't know how many thoughts you think a day. Like, but so many <laughs> right right and then experiences like especially uh you know dealing with people you know mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis and you're trying to maintain the uh i'm looking for the composure mm -hmm. to be the the good christian yeah is, is good christian even what is it what is a good christian true because I Paul, get what you're I saying. Think Paul said, Our righteousness is filthy rags. That's not, I mean, I know my righteousness is filthy rags, but, but, like, yeah, it's. It, I think when you say good Christian, you kind of the when I hear it, I think of it as how you'd like other people to see you. Mm, you know, you yeah. don't want to call yourself a Christian and then be doing all this stuff around other people, and then people label you as a bad christian yeah a good christian you know yeah well, anyone nowadays anyone can call himself christian but <laughs> right right are you truly following christ yeah and you know living out his word and that's where that's where relying on on him and his power um because in our own power i know me i can speak for moi and my own uh I can get sick of myself sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. I can get like, man, like, Definitely. I blew it. Uh huh? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and I think when the world sees us, they're like, it's like they're waiting to see us in the moment to where we're, we don't seem like a good Christian or was that like Christian, like, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I was actually having a talk with a sister in Christ about this about um you know when the world sees us like in our brokenness 
like oftentimes they may say like want to label us as that and it's like man we always have to refer back to where our identity comes from and like you know who Christ says we are because like in this life sometimes and I can I can admit I'll be having Lord like just repent like Lord just like and, and I didn't really do nothing wrong but just like the thought processes you know what I'm saying like the thoughts that I could think that are contrary to God or like you know something that could like set me off anger wise and I have to like that worship music mm -hmm. to reel it back in um and I guess that's one of the biggest things about being a believer. It's like sometimes it really doesn't like it doesn't make sense. But that's the beauty of it. If that makes sense, like if it made sense, then it wouldn't be God because God, he defies logic. He defies, you know, what this world's nature or what this world's way of living is when we think mm -hmm. about just success you know as, as something like in the, in the eyes of the world success is climbing the ladder success is doing this success is, is stepping on somebody else to get somewhere you know in mm -hmm. the eyes of God success is faithfulness yeah. and so even being faithful you know to the Lord like I was as I was stating earlier um, sometimes it doesn't make sense it's like Sometimes, <laughs> a lot of times. A lot of times. Okay, okay, okay. A lot of times it doesn't make sense. So that is the topic of today's uh, discussion on episode six is when being faithful doesn't make sense. And we're going to be talking about a biblical character by the name of Abraham. Um, those that are familiar with Abraham's story or those in the faith, you know where I'm going with this. Why do pastors, you know, some pastors talk about that. The Lord said, ah, you got a calling on your life. Ah. It's like, uh, brother, I think you're thirsty. Get a drink of water. <laughs> but um, so here we go. We're going to go ahead and dive into his, um Genesis chapter 22. And uh, so it says, sometime later, God tested Abraham and he said to him, Abraham. Abraham said, here I am. Then God said, take your son, your only son. You hear that? Only son. That's key. Your only son. Whom you love, Isaac. Um, and go to the region of Moriah. Did I say that right? Moriah. Moriah? Okay. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. When being faithful doesn't make sense. How many of y'all could probably think like, yo, what Abraham was probably thinking like, all right, there's plenty of animals we could sacrifice. We're in this Old Testament. There's plenty of animals. Like, why do I got to sacrifice my son? Like, why? So my question to you, ma'am, have you ever been in a position where God wanted you to sacrifice something and it didn't logically make sense? Oh, yeah. A couple times, but the one that I I think think about the most was um. So I started off going to Liberty University, um. What? But then yeah, I but then I came home because you know it got expensive and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I didn't finish. I came home, and luckily when I came home, I had a good job doing activities at a nursing home. 
Um, and so I did that part-time. Um, but I was still trying to like figure out what I wanted to do. It wasn't like I liked healthcare, but it wasn't, it just wasn't, you know, fulfilling me as much. But I know I knew I needed a job, so I ended up taking a full time position at a different healthcare facility. Mm -hmm. And this one, it was a lot different than what I was used to. Mm -hmm. um, and I just remember not liking it. And so I got the idea of becoming a pharmacy tech. But mm -hmm. in order to become the pharmacy tech, I would have to train part-time. So I had to think about leaving my full-time job, wow. benefits, and you know, a little more money mm -hmm. to go work part-time in the evenings mm -hmm. <laughs> to train to become something else I wanted to do that would pay off. And that did pay off in the long run. So I had to really think and be like, okay, God, how, first of all, how am I going to tell my dad this? Because, mm -hmm. you know, I was living with, we were living together at the time. And so, you know, it would be a pay cut, but I would, I was just like, okay, God, like, you know, what do you, what am I going to do? And so I ended up deciding to take that route. And mm -hmm. so I left the job I left the full-time job I talked to my dad and he was like okay he was like I just love my dad he was like if that's what you want to do and you know if 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 that's what you want to do you know I, I support it and so that's what I did and you know a couple years later here I am so, so yeah. when you was doing during that time it was like before your dad you got the kind of like approval of your dad your mindset mm -hmm. was like why leave like do i do i want to do this because yeah. i didn't like the full-time job mm. and so oh in a way i was kind of looking for a way out or no mm. i was looking for a way out mm -hmm. and so this you know opportunity just came and the pharmacist that i had met with um that was willing to hire me she was so nice mm. and it just seemed like just a more better route that I wanted to take than just being someone who called bingo for a living. Mm. Like I didn't <laughs> want to do that. Right, right. You know, I love, you know, what I did and a part of me is that I love serving. Like mm. whether it's in my job or, you know, what I do outside of my job. And so I made that decision to give up everything and become well, not everything, because I have much, but <laughs> but to just go the route of becoming a pharmacy type. Mm, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm. What about you? Oh, well, <laughs> what about me? What about me? Um, man, it's it's so much that I could expound on. Um, I guess one thing that I will um, talk about that didn't make sense was like when I was working at Target, I think when I was like a teenager. Cause I had a couple jobs. I worked at like Domino's, I worked at like Friendly's. I don't know if y'all ever heard of Friendly's, I worked yes. at. Yes. I worked at, uh, yeah, you know, Domino's, Friendly's, Target, you know, and it was one of those things to where, you know, uh, your teenager is like, okay, now I can buy my own stuff. 
because uh, when I was a baby, my mom would get me all the Jordans and stuff. Then there was a gap to where it's like you about to get these one pair. Uh, they call them well, my farm seven five seven. We call them DCs, but the white Air Force Ones. So she would get me the one pair, and then uh, you know, you probably you got to just make that work. So I'm like. And I go with my friends, and they got all the new Jordans and stuff. And I got these new Jordans, and I'm sitting there like, this is before I didn't have a job, you know, have a job. And I was like, man, like I want the new Jordans. And I was like, man, this doesn't, this doesn't make sense, God. Like, I pray to you, you know, I spend time in the Word, you know, in my room. I come home, you know, and after school, and then I'm in your Word. And all my friends are getting the new Jordans, and they just wilding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know, I, yeah, I get the one pair. Well, two. I think she got me the black pair and she got me the white pair. But, you know, it was just like, one of the, you know, seeing more, seeing your friends, like, they just like, yeah, I got the new retro Jordans or whatever, you know. And I'm like, dang, I wanted those. And so I, I would ask my mom, like, hey, mom, you know, I like to have some Jordans. And what do you think her response was? She said, get a job. No, nah, not even get, not even get a along those lines but it was more so like no you know no I heard no a lot in my life you know I still hear no but it's by God um but uh so that was the thing like it was just like I really wanted to you know new shoes new Jordans and I'm like man God I'm being faithful to you my friends are wilding out but I'm not wilding out I'm just this little um you know this little uh virgin boy not doing anything wrong why can't I get the Jordans? And, you know, when I did get a job, the Lord was like, pay your tithes. Pay my tithes and offering? What are we talking about here? I need them Jordans. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need, and, you know, but I recognize, you know, when I didn't pay my tithes, how money was. And when I did pay it, I recognize how money was shortened when I didn't pay tithes and I recognized, you know, the season of overflow. So that's my little intake. So you sacrificed your Jordans? <sighs> I sacrificed. I sacrificed. I wanted them bad though. I'm the sure. desire was I there. It. I see You it. know, you know, and uh, <laughs> so I'm sure Abraham was like that. Yeah, I want to honor the Lord. Uh, he probably didn't want to sacrifice. You know, his son. I'm sure he didn't. You know, who would want to sacrifice their own, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so, you know, moving along here, uh, in verse uh, 6, Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire in the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, Daddy, Pop. Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood is here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Let's just see out there. Let's just let that just sit. So what's going on here? We for have, those that don't know, let's explain. We have a we have a little we have a little dilemma here because Isaac is like, yo. Alright, Dad, I know we this is what we do. We go worship the Lord through sacrificing, you know, you know, and burning fresh fragrance, incense to the Lord to please him, but we don't have an an animal here. Like we don't have like the sacrifice. It doesn't seem like 
we have anything provided. Like, it doesn't seem like we don't have, you know. He's asking, where is the sacrifice? Where is it? You know, like, and I think that's what, I, in our faith, we, we deal with that. We're like, God, I know you want me to do this, but I don't see the end result. Or I don't see the, I'm sowing the seed, but I don't see the harvest of what I, I would expect, you know. Or, you know, it's, it's many scenarios, you know, like David having to de um, defeat Goliath. It's like, I have a slingshot, a few rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm pretty sure, like, yo, how is this guy going to defeat this giant? So here, right here, we have also with, with, with Isaac, he's like, um, how are we going to worship the Lord? We don't have anything, you know. And Isaac has no idea he has he's going to be the sacrifice. He has no idea. So can you imagine that? You're like, I want to serve the Lord, and I just want to, I just want to be called by Him, and I just want to be used by Him. And God says, well, this is what you have to do. He's like, all right, pause, pause, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe this is not the season for me to actually, you know, as what I thought. Mm -hmm. Because, God, I know you said that I was supposed to do this, but I didn't know it would come with accountability. I didn't know it would come with discipline. I didn't know it would come with, you said earlier, servant, being a servant. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I just... Spread the word, and elevation just comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this case, <laughs> the sacrifice was was Isaac. He had to be willing to 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 be obedient to his father Abraham, just like Abraham was obedient to the father, and saying, "Okay, though this is my only son, I will I will do it, Lord." You know, and. Uh, and Abraham, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure as any father would say, you know, hey, my life is not my own. I have to follow what the Lord is telling me to do. And so I'll do that. So my question to you, ma'am, mm-hmm. can you name a time where you had a goal set up to do, but it didn't turn out the way that you expected? Just like Isaac didn't know that. Yeah. So when I first started uh, going to the church, our church, the Life Church, RVA. Um, so when I first started going there, it was 2017, mm, around okay. Easter time. Okay. And I really liked the church. I wanted to, you know, I was an adult. I wanted to, I wanted to find my own church. You gotcha. Know? Gotcha. And so I started going there from a friend who introduced me. Mm-hmm. And so I really liked it. It was different than what I was used to. I grew up in a Spanish-speaking Pentecostal church. Really? Yes. And this was wow. a majority black church. It was very different than what I was used to. I was used to, you know, even even um, past the, the Spanish-speaking part when we, you know, went to a different church it was a more diverse church mm-hmm. so that's what i was used to gotcha. i wasn't used to worshiping with all black people like mm-hmm. i'm i'm black but that's just not what i was used to right, right, <laughs> it right. was a lot of production mm-hmm. okay <laughs> and i wasn't used expression, to that love, yes it was a, i mean i'm used to you know the holy ghost moving it wasn't that it was she just said, listen it was she the, said the holy ghost it was the lights it you, was you didn't the, say the Holy Spirit, you said the Holy Ghost. Yes, huh? the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. Huh? Talk to and him. so 
it was it was the lights it was the sound it was it was so much and mm -hmm. i was like this is like a like a concert or <laughs> right 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 but anyways you know i i love you know the the pastor and like just the environment and so a couple years uh not years a couple months after i was like okay i'm gonna actually join this church mm -hmm. so i made the decision to join the church and so then it was like okay i'm in this church and you know i don't know anyone here right right so i was like okay angelica you should join a ministry so in the beginning i wanted to join the children's ministry mm -hmm. um to work with the kids on sundays but that didn't work out okay and so i was like i felt a little discouraged because i was like oh like i, I really wanted to do this mm -hmm. but um I think they were having like a change in like leadership so it was hard for me to like you know meet someone to actually like get in the schedule or whatever gotcha so um i was a little discouraged and then i actually met the youth pastor at the time and i was like okay well maybe i can do youth because mm -hmm. i you know i grew up in the church but i actually made the commitment to you know follow christ Mm -hmm. when I was in youth group and so I was like you know youth group it had a special part a special place in my heart mm -hmm. so I was like okay I'll join youth group and you know do that for a season or two mm -hmm. um but it ended up being longer than a season <laughs> and I'm still a, I'm actually now a youth leader oh, at first I was okay. you know just a volunteer but it's been i was doing that since 2018 it's now wow. 2021 and so three years i've been in youth ministry so like it was a pastor. goal no 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 so you know it was like i started off thinking okay you know i'll do this my goal was to you know get in a ministry to meet people and also to serve of course but that goal didn't turn out as expected because I'm I'm still doing it. Mm -hmm. But I mean I love doing it and I'm grateful. Um, you know, there's some some up and down times where I'm like, Lord, why? Right, right. <laughs> you know. I totally understand. We have to do a twelve hour lock in with Ooh. sixty kids. Ooh. Those uh thoughts come up. But yeah, it's been Hello. it's been great. I love our I love our youth, TLC youth. Yes. Listen, I take my hat off to you. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I, a lot of people understand with with being in ministry, like there's times where you can be burnt out. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, and I had those times. <laughs> you know, and uh, but the Lord mm -hmm. sees it. Like what you do for the Lord is what really counts. God looks at that. You mm -hmm. know. Um, and so, yeah, I, I commend you, uh, sister in the Lord. Thank you. In the Thank Lord. You. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, for me, goal-wise, um, I would say I'm still in it, pretty much. Like, I've had goals in my life, like, by now. Like, I felt like i supposed to be... Um, signed to j cole by now um like touring the world yeah i said j cole I said, <sighs> i'm just let this jesus 
so that was a goal of mine, right? And uh, and then over countless times over the years, you know, just when it came to music, it's just like, man, uh, I my expectation is like, yo, I'm supposed to be here as an artist. Like, I'm supposed to be at this level. Like, I can spit just as good as whoever. I don't care who it is. Like, I should be at a certain level, right? And the Lord is like, be faithful where I placed you. And sometimes that's hard to to kind of grasp because it's like, but God, you know, you know I'm something serious. You know I'm not going to be played with when it comes to these lyrics. And God is like, yeah, no, I gave you the gift and I could take it if I wanted to. So be faithful. When the Lord talks to you like that, so that's 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 pretty much what, um, as far as for me, um, the expectations. Like we talked earlier, like, man, I expected this during this time frame, but it's not there, you know. And sometimes God has a totally different route that's going to work out better than what you even planned. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I'm learning in in, in this season of uh, pressing into Him and. Um, having to make that sacrifice it don't make sense like okay i gotta be faithful and continue to put out music when nobody really listens or nobody really checking for me or i see other artists that i'm like yo i shared the stage with this person i'm just as good as this person and they got a blue check and i barely got that many followers or nobody really checking for me um still being faithful so i think that for me that's one struggle if you can tell in my voice and how the tone of everything has switched with me and talking, um, that's one thing that I kind of like battle with at times, like, you know, but I know in due season, the Lord's going to work out, you know, however, you know, he may feel. And so, um, and then also being faithful with what he's given me and Angelica with this love thy neighbor, you know, because uh, this is something that uh, we didn't just plan out, you know, uh, just the idea that the Lord's kind of put on my heart. So, yeah. So it was it was just like something that the Lord put on my heart to, to do this. And, um, you know, I know that God is like, you know, be faithful over over this, you know, over this platform. But I'm sure he probably, you know, with Angelica, too, you know, um, because she didn't have to say, hey, I'll do it. You know, she did it. And no, actually, my grandmother was about to die when you asked me. For real. Yeah, remember? <laughs> My memory's so bad. So, so how, I was how did dealing that, how, with that. So well, that, we wow. knew she was actually just being put on hospice. And I told you I that. Do when, that. Yeah. I do remember that. So I was going through that. And so um, you're like, hey, you want to hop on this podcast with me? And I was mm. like, sure. <laughs> Man. You know, no, like I wanted to do it. But right. It was like, you know dealing with that and then you know but still wanting to move forward because mm. it's like you know yeah my grandmother's about to die but it's like i can't this can't be like the end of everything i can't say right. no to different opportunities just because i'm going through this you know rough season or you know rough right. patch so no. so yeah i totally i totally understand and i and now that you said, I do remember that I did ask you during that time, but you had said when I text you. Um, yeah, that, that shows a great deal of, of 
wanting to be a servant and serving the Lord in this because it's not about us doing mm -hmm. this. It's really about God and really reaching people and really just just telling our stories and what we've been through. We're believers and, you know, we believe in the Lord Jesus. Let's clarify who we believe in. <laughs> and um, but we really just want to inspire people and encourage people that, you know, Chris, as Christians, we're not exempt from trials and tribulations that we go through in life and Definitely serving the Lord. Not. Huh? Definitely not. Yeah. And then like, like serving the Lord, like, when, like I said, you could have said, I'm going through a rough season in my life. Like I kind of like just want to just be isolated and be by myself. Mm -hmm. um, but you chose to say, hey, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and in the midst of that, you know, I believe God honors you and will honor you in that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for me, the same way, like <laughs> for people that personally know me, um, this is a big step for me because usually I'm isolated. Usually I'm to my, I'm really to myself. Um, I don't really say too much. Like if you want to know about me, just go listen to my music and you'll hear everything about me. But for me, even starting this podcast, you know, at a season of like, not gonna be transparent. I gotta be go transparent. Ahead. We love no. transparency. Yeah. Um, so me starting this podcast, like I started this. When did we start this? Was it last year? March. We started in March? Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so me doing this podcast was just like, you know, it was uh, an encouragement for me to, 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 to continue to press into the Lord and continue to serve him because uh, I had uh, I recently got divorced. So... Um, one of the things that I had to focus my attention on is like, look, yo, the Lord is not through with me, you know, um, even though people may be through with me or whatever the situation that I was dealing with as far as a divorce, you know, was very messy and all of that. God ain't through with me. And so it's like me taking, you know, what the Lord says about me and not what people's projection of me may be and saying, I'm going to do what the Lord said and what he put in me and I'm going to continue walking this walk of faith and because and at the end of the day um it's really about souls it's really about people being inspired you know and i'm grateful for what the lord has allowed me to go through um you know and him being my strength and him being my everything you know um and just being able to inspire people through this uh podcast through music um and you know that's really that's really the goal behind love thy neighbor is to really show that love and be transparent and and uh be faithful to the lord when it doesn't make sense because at times you know i'm like marry not the lord where are you at come on <laughs> if you're ready to come come on um so i'm gonna continue um so uh, this is verse eight abraham answered um god himself will provide and this is after isaac asked uh you know abraham where the lamb was at um god would provide the lamb for the burnt offering my son and the two of them went on together when they reached the place god had told him about abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it he bound his son isaac and laid him on the altar let's just pause there can you imagine the emotion that both both parties was facing like yo this really is gonna happen isaac was probably very confused yeah like yeah like, i'm really about to... um... <laughs> right like you said the lord was gonna provide that like what are you doing why are you tying me up yeah why are you tying me why am i being tied down you know yeah 
in reverence to the Lord. I feel like I'm tied down. Like ministry can make you feel like you're tied down. <laughs> but for the glory of the Lord. <laughs> uh, you know, so he bound his son Isaac, laid him on the altar um, on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife. Now, that's when you knew it probably was going to get real. Like he didn't grab the knife. Yeah. You know, he didn't, you know, took it out back. Like, here it go. You know, and I can imagine Abraham like, man, like, oh, God, please, just please. Uh, this would get good. Verse 11, but the angel of the Lord called out from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, Abraham said, here I am. Deep voice, here I am. <laughs> and uh, he said, do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And so I just want to pause right there. During that point, like Abraham was, I'm pretty sure he was like, God, I got faith in you before all this happened. I got faith in you. But right now, like in the midst of this, I have to go the extra mile to sacrifice my son. And I'm actually... I'm really about to do this. Like, cause that could have been an instance where it could have went the other way. In actuality, he sacrificed his son. Cause I think a lot of people may feel that way. Like God put you in a position to where, um, yeah, how, okay. Let's say for instance, um, you pray that a family member would get healed and then they die. And you're like, well, God, you know, people said, God, you said that, you know, you will provide the healing. You will provide the sacrifice. You know, it's not sacrifice, but you will provide, you know, the healing for my mm -hmm. my family member. And you let them die. But a lot of people don't think about the perspective of if this person died in the Lord, they got the healing. Because to be asked from the body is present with the Lord. And that's the ultimate healing in which we all are going to experience those that are in Christ. You know, that's the ultimate healing, you know. Um, and so, uh, just thinking about Abraham doing that time before it even happened, you know, like, uh, I can, I can imagine like, God, I'm having faith in you, but what is provided right now, it doesn't make sense to me. Like I have to, I'm losing, I'm really about to lose, like my son, I'm really about to lose this relationship, you know, that can, and that can go with anything. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure that there's people that may have came and gone in your life, came and gone out of my life, and I'm like, God, that doesn't make sense. Like, that was my buddy, that was my friend, everything's going good, then boom, yeah, nobody's good. around. You know what I'm saying? It's you and the Lord. Wait, yeah. God. I've lost friendships where it was like, you know, like, you know, this this girl was like, you know, like a sister to me. Mm. I've lost two significant friends in my life where they were like sisters to me mm -hmm. and then it's always a boy from that that it's, it oh you lost the be. friendships over a boy yeah oh god gotcha. um, but it was like you know god is like wow like you know i've really sacrificed a lot for this friendship and not only that but like when i say sacrifice it's like my time my love like mm. it's not like these women in my life, they were like sisters to me. Like mm. I really love these women. And you know, I still think about them. I still pray 
pray for them. But it's like, you know, God, like, how could this happen? Like, these these girls, they were they were supposed to be with me, like, to the end. Like, right, to the wheels fall off. <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, you know, and, and you know, looking back, I've, I've learned from those friendships. But it's still, like, sometimes it's like, you know, how did this happen? How did it happen? You know? Or what yeah. could I have done to prevent it? Mm-hmm. You know this one, but in the end, I realized there's nothing I could have done to you right know? Yeah. because you know I I I've made my mistakes and I've you know owned up to them, but you can't make someone else do what you want them to do. That's a fact, and you don't know what possibly God could be doing in their life or what they could be going through. They don't want to maybe not project whatever they got going on to you you know because a lot of times we can hold on to to sometimes what god is trying to pull away um pull away um either for a season or or for a lifetime you know um as believers it's our job to be passing through you know um i said this to i think one of my friends i was telling him like sometimes you know, like people can come into your life um, because they are drawn by the anointing that's on your life. And once they get what they get out of you as far as anointing, you know, they go their way. And it's our job to not allow our emotions or, you know, our hearts to get so wrapped up in that friendship or that relationship or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be that you make that season an idol or that person an idol because it's easy to do. Um, in my life, I've done that, you know, made people an idol because I'm like, man, like whether it been like a brother that I thought was a brother that may have double crossed me or something. And then that ended. And I'm like, dang, like, how did, why did that have to happen? Or maybe it could have been somebody that I was talking to, uh, female wise and everything's going good. And then boom, you know, they're not in my life anymore. And I'm like, yo, like God, I was being faithful. Like I wasn't doing anything wrong. Like it really was just going by the book, how you say to do things and, you know, but looking at things from a bigger picture, um, Jesus talks about, I came to set a man, um, I'm paraphrasing, a man against, was a man against his uh, uh, father or daughter against a mother. Um, Pretty much what I'm trying to say is Jesus was saying, I believe it's in Matthew, but he was saying like, I'm more important than, than the relationships or the friendships that you may have around you. You must be willing to sacrifice those for, for, my relationship with you because I come first and if if I'm not first everything else will get dismantled Mm -hmm. you know um, even if stuff is going right again with your friendships and all of that Jesus is just like listen if you continue to seek my kingdom you won't worry about who may come in your life who may go because you have me you know and that's encouragement (laughs) you know what I'm saying Um, and I um I love first of all I love the foreshadowing in the Bible because of course this story of Abraham sacrificing his son we know that God gave the ultimate sacrifice when he gave Jesus and so once we get to the New Testament we we see that actually like come into play and like him actually sacrificing and God actually or you know Jesus dying for our sins mm-hmm. and lately like like you have mentioned you know one of the ways you work on your patience is you've been listening to worship music mm-hmm. um, lately I've been back digging into the New Testament 
and I was um, on Instagram and I don't follow a lot of preachers just a certain few because some of them they you know be questionable but <laughs> one of the ones that I love is Francis Chan oh, yeah, and he had a clip and he was talking about the New Testament and how in pretty much you know every Bible or every um, book in the New Testament it's about sacrifice Mm. And um, in this, you know, what we're reading, Abraham sacrificing Isaac and then, you know, Jesus being the ultimate sacrifice and then the things that we sacrifice mm. daily to be like Jesus. Sure. Um, we do those sacrifices and, you know, sometimes we we think, you know, as we said earlier, Christianity is, you know, we, we do these things for God and we think sometimes, okay, he's going to reward us. Right. But that's the expectation, not, that's, right? That's kind of the expectation. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that. It's, it's about sacrifice. And sometimes we look at sacrifice as being mm. a bad thing, but ultimately sacrifices are what makes us like Jesus because Jesus knew he was going to die on the cross. He knew what was coming and yet he still did it. So when we mm. go through our sacrifices, it's like, you know, at the time, sometimes we think, oh, you know, like, like me with my bills, like, I don't want to pay these bills. Like right. I want to buy, I want to go shopping and I want to do all this other stuff. But I know if I don't sacrifice and, and do those things and, and be disciplined in all these areas of my finances and my faith and, and everything, like it's not, it's, it's ultimately for my own good, right. um, but we always don't <clears throat> want to see that when we're doing it. Right. Because when you're in the, we in the thick of it and Paul said this, um, like he considered his like, like suffering like joy mm -hmm. like to suffer Paul. for the Lord and it's like bruh yeah. you consider your suffering joy James mm -hmm. talks about I believe it's James counted on joy when you go through trials and you know tribulations mm -hmm. um because that, that sacrifice ahead. is constantly in the New Testament constantly you know, it's like we were reading what was it I think I was reading Philippians and then went into Colossians and like I saw it because it's like you know, in all these books, he's talking to whoever, like, you know, in Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, it's like sacrifice. Like, mm -hmm. this is what it is. This is what it means to, to be like Jesus is to sacrifice. To sacrifice, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, to the, uh, to those, like you said before, like to some type of like, some pastors out there that pretty much preach about uh, if you sow this seed, God's gonna give you this blessing, kind of like an ATM. You know, that's that's um, that's not the gospel, y'all. Um, the gospel is, is is all about what Christ has done, and uh, and is still doing. Honestly, you know, um, we think about even in the Garden of Eden, God sacrificed the animal, even though He kicked them out of the garden, He still covered them. Like you talking about way back then, as a as a representation of how Christ's blood would cover us, regardless and that's of the our sin. Same God. I the think that's same. what blows my mind sometimes. It's like the same God that you know t 
told Adam and Eve is the same God that's that's looking at us right now and that and that is guiding our steps. Yahweh. You know. You know, and and that's one thing about even what love thy neighbor is about. It's like Jesus himself was the perfect example of that. Um Yeshua HaMashiach, for those that are don't know, uh, that's Jesus. Uh he he showed that example of coming after us, like God's main intent is to come after us, to draw us near to him. Um, and like, like it, it, like love is sacrifice. When you think about it, we talk about love thy neighbor. Like, listen, it just hit me. Loving thy neighbor is a sacrifice. Because I know sometimes we don't always want to do that. Like, I would say like... <laughs> a good 80% of the time you don't want to love your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. I could say for me a uh, good uh, 65. But anyway, the Lord is <laughs> working on me. Uh, but here's a keynote. God will sometimes allow us to go through tests to see if what he has blessed us with is more important um, than him to us. So mm -hmm. he gives us uh, whatever the Lord may give, give us as far as gift-wise. We have to ask ourselves, what's more important? Is the gift important or is the giver important? You know, uh, and so uh, as we as we wrap it up in verse 13, Abraham looked up and there in the thicket, he saw a ram caught by his horns, went over, took the ram, sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day, it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. My last question to you, ma'am. My stomach is growling. It's hungry. The Lord will provide. <laughs> Can you name a time to where God opened up a door when you thought all hope was lost? Every week. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Every week, it seems. <laughs> Every hope is just it's like, Lord, what you got to do? Right. What you what you got going on? Yeah. But um, I would say, like, going back to earlier when I was mentioning about how I, you know, went to Liberty. Mm -hmm. So when I was a senior in high school, I wasn't really thinking about the next steps. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really thinking about college. I just wanted to leave high school because right. I did not have a good experience in high school and I was just over it. And so as my next steps, I thought, you know, maybe I'll just, you know, do some classes at a community college. Okay. Um, and so during that time, uh, I got a, I guess, a flyer in the mail from Liberty. Mm. And one of the things that, well, during that time, like I said, that was when I started taking my Christianity a lot more seriously. Um, and so okay. I got that flyer in the mail and I saw, you know, um, it was Liberty University, it was a Christian college, and the scripture uh, was on the flyer. It says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm. And that captured my attention because I wanted to be in a place where I could be around other people who share the same faith. Mm -hmm. um, so that really caught my attention. But during the time, it was like, it was already like February, March. 
Gotcha. And that's the time where most people have already like started getting their acceptance letters mm. to colleges. And I hadn't even taken my SATs because I didn't plan to take them. Right, right. And so it was like, um, they were like, yeah, you can still apply if you want. And so I was like, uh, okay. I was like, I think I want to try to get into Liberty. And that was the, that was the only school I had applied for. And so I was like, well, I got to take my SATs now. Wow. Wow. So I signed up to take my SATs. I, I did the whole application. They waived the fee and I, I got into Liberty. Wow. And I thought all hope was lost because I was like, oh, there's this is this school that I'm like interested in going to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I doesn't look like, you know, I'm going to I feel like I missed the deadline for a lot of things. And I just I had just barely made it. And it was like, God, it, it's so funny. It's like when God wants you in a place like he's going to open those doors. And I feel like he continues to like do that in my life. And it's like when he does that, it's like, wow, guys, like, you know, that was him. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing how God works. It is. Because he will take your two fish and five loaves and he will make a meal out of that thing. You hear me? And it will be 12 baskets left over. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, I say for me, um, <laughs> Man, I got so many stories, but I actually got a book coming out too called Worth the Wait. So I write all my down. But for me, um, I seen God provide countless times. I remember um me and my old roommate, um, we had uh <laughs> we were struggling. You know, we had to take the bus to, to work, you know, working these odd jobs, you know, um when it was snowing, you know, I would take the bus, it's cold. You know, we're only making like, if $200 a week, you know what I'm saying? And that ain't enough, <laughs> $200 a week to survive. And you know, all we had was really each other to try to like, all right, let's try to do some noodles, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do something, to, you know what I'm saying, to make it work, you know? Uh, God gave us grace with the rent office during those times, and it's like, Man, like they could have easily put us out like it ain't nothing, but God covered us like even though we deserve to be kicked out, we deserve like yo, y'all brothers is late, late. <laughs> um, you know, God still covered us. So I that's one that's one thing that I could really share with y'all, you know, that we didn't get kicked out. Um God saw us through, He provided. Um, and you know, where we're at in life now, shouts out to my brother, Charles, you know, he's, he's married, uh, beautiful life, you know, uh, down in ATL, you know, God providing for him and everything for me, God providing for me, you know, um, as an entrepreneur, you know, um, and just doing this podcast and, you know, like I said, I got a book coming out and music and. And just like, you know, just being a servant, you know, um, you know, serving in my church and, you know, just being obedient, you know, and even times where it gets rough and I fall short of the glory, I still keep pressing, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm grateful, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really grateful. Like, I really thought all hope was lost, you know, in certain seasons of my life. But God was like, I ain't do with you yet. Because there was times where I was just like, all right, God, if you call me home in my sleep, I'm not going to be mad. 
because yeah. you know what I'm saying like it's like a peaceful is a peaceful way to go man a choice Lord <laughs> just let me be in a dream and because when I go to sleep I have like a pastor's play like I play sermons so when I'm asleep all I'm hearing the word is the word that's all so anything that's crazy in my dreams getting kicked out because of the word is going going through so uh you know so it's times where I'm like all right God I've been through so much do what you want to do then I wake up it's like this is what I want you to do get up and go serve but aren't you like thankful though for those experiences because you know like now it's like when you have those i guess rough times in your life it's like you know god i, I know you're gonna see me through it's like it's it's different when you're i guess going through them now because it's like you know what god can do and you've seen it firsthand so it's like you don't maybe stress about it as much or yeah. think too much about it because it's like, you know, God, I've seen what you can do. Mm. And it's like, I'm not going to let this, you know, take me out because it's those times, those hard times, they've built your faith. Facts. Yeah, you know? that's true. No, you're right. You know, no, the stuff that you're saying is even encouraging me now. Like, you know, it's a reminder, like, man, God, ain't he ain't forgot about me. You know, because sometimes, I could be honest, sometimes it feels that way. Sometimes it feels like, man, nobody care. Like, it is what it is. I'm going to just do whatever. And in those times when the enemy wants to come in and say, listen, bro, you know what time it is. God, take him, he taking forever. You know, you've been prayed, you've been fasted, you've been obedient, and it seemed like he ain't, everybody else around you getting blessed, having a good time, and you up here frustrated. Do what you got to do. I got you. I'm here in the corner. Anytime you need, I'm here. And that's how it be. That's how you I believe that's how you say, I'm here. I got you. Whatever you want. Like that, that hustle, I got you. You know, you can get it. You can get it. You know, whatever you need, I got you. But, you know, if it doesn't take faith, it's sin. <laughs> if it doesn't allow you to rely on the strength of the Lord, it's not worth it. You know, um, so I'm grateful for everything you know that the lord is doing in my life i'm grateful for this podcast i'm grateful for my sister in christ here um you know uh and i'm grateful that the lord is not through uh with either one of us you know what i'm saying and uh we're going to continue to do these podcasts we're going to continue to uh be faithful even when it don't make sense or we may be going through personal stuff in our lives um because at the end of the day um just like my text says, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Uh, so this is episode six, being faithful when it doesn't make sense. Peace.